Welcome to The Dwelling Place, where three friends talk about approachable home design and our never-ending search for the perfect rug. So whether you're doing laundry or the dishes, join us in a conversation about making our home a beautiful dwelling place. This is our final episode for season one, and we're talking about all things Christmas. How we decorate, our favorite family traditions, and what's on our Christmas lists. Hint, hint. We're answering some listener questions and is always ending with some things we're loving lately. So, Kimmy. <laughs> oh, man, I feel like my low would be... That this is the last I episode. I don't say that. It's our last episode, you guys. <laughs> it's gone by fast. Yeah, it, it really has gone by so fast, and I've really enjoyed it, but it's also been a real labor of love, <laughs> as the three of us know. <laughs> like, who would have known that doing a podcast would, like, take so much time? Yeah, and... it's very yeah. involved and time-consuming. Yeah, so we need a little break. <laughs> also, the holidays are coming up, so it's perfectly timed with yeah taking a break and then jumping back into season two possibly. yeah we'll see you guys next year and sometime <laughs> tbd but anyways yeah so highs and lows well i just have some more continued lows i guess is what i have to share as you girls know we're back in our podcast room again finally <laughs> but you can smell the mustiness in my basement <laughs> The flooding situation is still ongoing. Since last time we talked about it, we've had two more people come. One said he couldn't do it and said that it was a septic issue. The next one came and said that they could work on it, but it was a groundwater issue. And then they never came back. So now we've got a new guy coming tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. It's literally been like... So insane. So the last guy that came, he did run a camera through the pipes, and they did find out that there is a break in the pipe. Okay. So we do know that there is septic, which is gross. But it also is groundwater because of a hole in the crack from... I don't even know how to explain it all, but in the foundation there is also a hole. So there's two. So it's two problems, but have all come from one issue. Okay. So... The flooding we're having is both septic and the groundwater. Yeah, pleasant. I'm hoping, though, that this person tomorrow can actually fix it because this is, you know, Jude's almost 21 months soon, and this is how long it's been going on. Stay tuned. Yeah, Two stay tuned. Two and we'll have this issue fixed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's a low. The other was going to be a low is also, like, I was just going to mention my surgery recovery has been very slow, as you girls know. And I thought I was going to actually need to have a second surgery, but I just found out today that I don't need a second Yay. surgery. So we're just super excited. And I can finally just heal up and mm-hmm. hopefully make all the babies. Let's just, <laughs> let's pray for triplets and then I never have to try to get pregnant again. Oh, my <laughs> man. Oh. Uh, is pregnant with triplets, this podcast is not continuing. <laughs> But the real, so that is an awesome high. Yes. I'm very excited. But I also have a really awesome other high that I think is just like full circle with this podcast because this was an item that we mentioned in our very first episode that now is mine. And okay, let me explain. So you girls know that when we first started this episode, I hated farmhouse, (laughs) the F word, (laughs) which now we just say rustic. 
and I very much embraced it. Well, when I first met you, Brie, and we talked about this, <laughs> you sent me an email with a picture of my art that you bought at my pop-up shop mm-hmm. on this beautiful hutch. And I remember thinking at the time how farmhouse looking that hutch was. And I'm like, oh, you know, it's cute. But I probably would never have that in my house. <laughs> well, Bree found a cabinet mm-hmm. and that you just fell in love with. It is very cool. Very global looking. It's part of my high. Yeah. Okay. I won't, I won't talk about that. But because of it, you decided to replace your hutch, your mm-hmm. beloved farmhouse hutch. And... I just realized that I might want it. <laughs> so I bought it from Brie and Brie brought it over to my house tonight. And Emily and Brie being the great friends they are, since I can't lift anything from my surgery, they like put it in its place and it just looks so awesome. It does look yeah. really good in this space. I love it so much. And it just, it's totally full circle of, like, this podcast season because, <laughs> you know, I just, like, that's where our friendship started. And it's, like, this little piece of you. It's like a friendship I, hutch. It's oh. a friendship hutch because when I see it every, you know, it's right when I walk in the house. I open the door. That is what I'm going to see. And it's, like, going to make me think of you. So I just love that because when you said you were going to sell it, I was, like, you can't sell that. That's, like, our friendship. Friendship started from that hutch. And that was one of the very first things I bought when I was married. Yeah. It was like my hmm. first piece of furniture and I you bought. You were just going to sell it. <laughs> well, you <But> did. <laughs> it's going to a good home. Yeah. yeah. So that is a huge high for me because I've been looking for something just really unique mm-hmm. and just has something with character for that space because I just had one of those like cube storage things mm-hmm. and it just wasn't an inviting thing thing to look at when you open my door. So I'm just so excited about it. So thank you, Brie. You're welcome. <laughs> so what about you, Brie? All right. So part of my high is I got a new cabinet. <laughs> um, I actually got it for free and that was such a big blessing. So it's brown and it has this fluted design on the front. I'll add a picture to the show notes, but I have just loved it because it's much deeper and the hutch, which I needed for concealed toy storage, so I don't have to look mm-hmm. at all the toys, and I just love having mm-hmm. that there. And it, again, it's very different and unique. Like I've never seen a yeah. piece like this, yeah, yeah for sure, before, mm-hmm. which I appreciate, which yeah. is why I like the other hutch in yeah. the first place. Part of my other high is: Do you girls remember the credenza I had behind my love seat? Mm-hmm. It was like butter yellow and cream and kind of chippy, very farmhouse. Yeah. Well, I finally. Just got fed up with it looking butter yellow. So I bought a can, a sample can at Home Depot. And they actually have the enamel paint, which is better for furniture because it hardens. Mm. Yeah. So I got a can of that in black. And I got home one day and I was just like, come on, Evan, we're going to paint this little shelf together. So we did put out some paper bags on the floor and we both painted it in our kitchen. And Oh my gosh. And it just brought new life to it. Now, what color black did you get? color black like yeah you know, like the, na- no, the name of it uh, it was sure what was it what was the brand bear it was bear okay i don't know i'll have to look at the chip i'm curious because black north black. american black bear <laughs> <laughs> blacks are like whites like there's so many different blacks it's like are a true black okay i wouldn't say it yeah because like time. there's tricorn black and there's What's the black that's a, I I picked one, the Sherwin Williams black that everyone's been using for their houses. Do you remember the episode of Parks and Rec where he has like the different types of black 
material. And he's like, it's onyx black. It's yes. this black. It's this onyx. black. And they all look the yeah. same. Onyx is the black I have in, painted in my, it's Benjamin Moore onyx in my living room. Hmm. There's so many different blacks, girls. Anywho, I don't remember the name of it, but I love the way it turned out. So. Oh, cool. But my low, which also turned into a high, was my igniter on my oven broke. Oh. Sunday night, I went to go bake something. I'm like, it's not heating up. The huh. broiler oh. works, the range works, everything works except the oven part. So I called this guy. He's a local. Got back to me right away. Came back the next day. Fixed it. And for, like, really affordable price, too. So I am just thrilled oh good so i got fixed okay Mm -hmm. it's great when like you have a problem you call the person to fix it they get back to you they actually show up (laughs) right and they fix the problem and they actually do it yeah (laughs) it's like amazing google reviews he was the second Uh, one down and i read the reviews and like Uh this guy responds quickly i'm like well that's the one for me yeah yeah so emily what Um, about you i decided to decorate for christmas early because I'm doing a video, which will be out by the time that this podcast episode comes out. And it's a video, a YouTube collaboration with another professional organizer. And we're going to do like Christmas decorating and clean with me type video. So I decided to decorate a lot earlier than usual. And when I pulled out all my Christmas stuff, I was like, I really don't like this stuff anymore (laughs) and I think a lot of it I had just grown out of Mm -hmm. or I'd had it for so long there's a lot of stuff I do still like like I like my ornaments and some of my other random Christmas decor things I do like but I did have a lot of like DIY Christmas ornaments and decor and I was just not feeling it anymore yeah So I was going through all my Christmas stuff and realized I didn't like a lot of it. So then that turned into the high of shopping for some new stuff. (laughs) But trying to, like, rein it in and not go too crazy. You can spend so much money on on new Christmas gifts. It can add up so Uh fast. Yeah. The time to buy new Christmas stuff is after Christmas. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. When but, it's all on sale. But it's also, the good stuff's all sold out. I got yeah. my cedar branches for half price. Yeah. But it doesn't that always happen. really lucky. Yeah. 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 We'll go at TJ Maxx the day after yeah. Christmas. <laughs> it has turned into a high because it's just been fun. And decorating this year has been like a long drawn out process where we're, I've done a tiny bit like every single day. And the boys have gotten involved and helped, and that's been fun. I'd say that is probably the high. So what were some of the things that you got rid of? Like, what were some of your DIY? Like, I had some cheesy garlands where, like, one that I made the first year we were married. I made it out of, like, folded paper. I used newspaper and, like, some scraps of scrapbooking paper, and I folded all these little pinwheels out of it. And then attached them to this ribbon. Paper happened to have words like snow and holiday and stuff. So then I had like those little words like glued on the front of the little pinwheels with glitter around the edges. It was very shabby, (laughs) chic, vintage kind of look. You know, like the old book pages kind of thing. Except this is the first year when we were married. And so I used newspaper instead of book pages because I like had no money to do anything. Yeah. It was kind of cute for a while, but I was definitely (laughs) over that. In similar fashion, I made this Christmas tree 
that was made out of folded book pages. Mm-hmm. And yep. I feel yeah, like we've all everybody's done, done it. <laughs> yeah. And do we have them anymore? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I let those go. I had some stockings that I had sewn out of sweaters, and they were okay, but not great. So mm-hmm. I got rid of. I got rid of one of those, one that was a pottery, it was supposed to be a pottery barn dupe, and I decided I didn't like it anymore, but I did keep my anthropology one. I'll have, I can put a picture of that in the show notes, because it is actually really cute still. <laughs> so, I'm keeping that. I'm sure there are other random Yeah. I feel like too. we've all, yeah. all got those types yeah. of... I'm officially getting away from red in okay. Christmas decor. I couldn't I feel talk like. you into... Maybe, like, a kind of touches of burgundy sort of red, okay. maybe. I could see, but I definitely... I'm liking the pink, non-traditional Christmas colors. Pink and gold, or pink and... Like, do you have any metallic in there? It's gold. Yeah. Yeah. Brass. Mm-hmm. I love the inspiration pictures you sent me, though. Okay. From Magnolia, yeah. Minted... And there was another one, Rifle Paper Company. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I love those colors. It's very vintage. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see your video, what you do. <laughs> I'm still editing it, so I hope it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll take a break, and when we come back, we're going to jump into Christmas decorating and our favorite traditions. My first question for you guys, and we can all talk about this, but how do you decorate for Christmas? I am so untraditional. (laughs) You guys are going to laugh so much. So remember how I referenced like how you grow up kind of influenced with the whole hosting thing? Right. If your family doesn't do it, you're probably not inclined to it. Well, my family never really decorated for holidays that much, like at all. And my mom just wasn't something that she did. So when I got married, I started doing it more but compared to you girls, it is nothing. <laughs> so decorating for Christmas is very minimal and neutral. Like I'll swap out some pillows and I'll add some garland to the mantle and to other things that have like some twinkly lights in it. Maybe some other random decor things, but that's about all I do for Christmas. <laughs> I know you girls are like, wait, what? You don't have a Christmas tree or anything? Yeah. Yeah. It's just huh. growing up, we always had a Christmas pile. That's what we did for our presents. <laughs> Christmas pile. It was a Christmas Aww. pile. So everybody would bring their presents and we would have a huge amount of presents. And then my sister and I would organize them according to every person and like every person would have their little pile and we just got so excited about organizing the presents. <laughs> so that's like, so that's funny. the thing we do every year is we yeah. have everything in one big pile and then we sort it and that's I have like a our feeling... own little weird Christmas tradition that we do. Yeah, I have a feeling though Emily and I might rub off on you over the next few years and as Evan <laughs> and Lee get older and they're like, yeah. I want a Christmas tree, Mom. <laughs> might happen. <laughs> well, another factor is we always usually travel for the holidays. Yeah, so yeah the trees are tricky. The in-laws or something like that. So yeah. Except when it's a fake tree, then it's not true. Tricky. That is true. <laughs> now, you bought a new wreath for fall. Do mm-hmm. you have a Christmas wreath? Yes, I do. Okay. Yep, I have those that I put on the front of the house. It's like fake cedar or other wintry greens mm-hmm. and some have pine cones in them. So yes, I do do wreaths on the front of the doors. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, so you have wreaths and then you have a couple garlands. With twinkly lights. And I have like okay. some gold candlesticks on top of my cabinet with the tall candles. 
and your pillows and you have pillows, a throw. I switch out. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like to keep things like really neutral. A part of me just has a really hard time spending a Christmas like specific mm-hmm. decor that I'm only going right. to use for like a month. Once. So mm-hmm. in my brain, yeah. I go, if I'm going to buy a Christmas pillow, well, I'm going to buy it like a cream sweater knit so then it can last all year round Winter. and be neutral. Mm-hmm. It's just my brain is so stinking practical. Mm-hmm. Like, That's I even good. have dreams where I won like a fancy car and I sold it and got the money and bought a cheaper one. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, know, right? I get that though. I get the practical. I like the idea yeah. of the winter mm-hmm. where you just because I use winter theme. I do that yeah. a lot too. That it's like you bring out the more furs and the velvets and the yes. you yeah. know like those kind of things. And then when spring comes, you switch them all over to the more springy. Yes. You know, like the lighter fabrics. And... I love cutting branches out in the woods mm-hmm. and sticking those in a big vase and having yeah. that as a centerpiece. So, like you said. More seasonal decor is how I do it. So spring, yeah. summer, fall. Winter. Yeah, that's very minimalist of you. <laughs> Maybe you should rub off on me. <laughs> the only thing I'd say about Christmas decorations is you will use them every year if you buy things. Like maybe they are strictly just for Christmas, but if it's good taste and well, you know, that's why I bought right. my cedar garland yeah. last year because I'm like I know I'm gonna use this and I wanted that look. Everybody right. has that look this year on the fireplace mantle. But yeah, yeah. It's very exciting. Something that I was neutral and I know I wouldn't get sick of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm all about that fireplace look too. <laughs> <laughs> but Kimmy, you have a different take on it too. I remember coming over to your house pretty early on when I knew you and it was Christmas time. And seeing your Christmas tree all done and, like, everything decorated. And it was so perfectly coordinated. Meticulous. Yeah. And I was like, wow. So when you talk about, well, when you talk about, like, how you grew up, this actually is probably influenced not by, like, my parents and stuff. Because we did have a Christmas tree, but it was always random ornaments and stuff Mm -hmm. my mom had some other like decor but she didn't like go crazy with it but what changed is when I was 14 I started working at a flower shop and I became the decorator of the flower shop it was like my favorite time of year when we would switch over it was usually actually after Halloween we would switch over the whole front to Christmas and I decorated, there were like 10 trees in this place. Oh and so I just learned like all these different ways to decorate trees with oh. ribbons, with, you know, like garlands and yeah. other things. And it just became this like thing that I just loved. And so when I started saying to my mom, I was like, mom, can we get rid of these old, you know, like my little, we had all the Disney ornaments. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever have the... Well, you probably didn't because you didn't have a tree. My cousins had those. Yeah. All of them. Yeah, I think Brian's. Like Little Mermaid. and Like, we had them all. Like, all the Disney ornaments. I was like, Mom. You know, I was like a 15-year-old. I'm like, can we have a more grown-up tree? So, (laughs) I, like, brought stuff from the flower shop. And, like, I remember still it was actually a chartreuse and gold Christmas tree. was the very first one I did when I was like 15. And people would come over and they'd be like, wow. And they would always say, that looked like it should be a Christmas tree in Macy's window, in the Macy window or whatever. That's really where my like love for Christmas came from. And it's just like, I still think about being in the flower shop because I would work after school from like 2.45 till 5.30. And when the time changes in November... 
it always gets dark at like 4.30. So from 4.30 to 5.30, it was just twinkle lights everywhere. Aww. And it was just the coolest thing I, I loved because I would close the shop up. So that's where that meticulousness comes from. Yeah. <laughs> How would you describe your Christmas decor style now? Hmm. I'm not sure. I think it, there's a little bit of a minimalism there because I'm not too crazy with it. It's not gaudy. It's very monochromatic in Mm -hmm. one sense. I try to stick to just creams, whites, golds. I am maybe throwing in red this year. I'm going to just play with it and see. Oh, I also do black. So it's usually like cream, white, gold, black is kind of my colors. And so it's kind of monochromatic in the same. I don't know if monochromatic. Yeah. 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 Neutral. Light wood tones. Yeah, definitely. Because I do the bead garlands, which Mm -hmm. was a DIY. That took me forever. (laughs) (laughs) And I still use it. Yeah. So that's good. Oh, that's one thing I did last year was a cranberry garland. And that was actually really fun to do. Yeah. Yeah. Or like the orange. I've never done the orange garland. I did the orange. Yes, I saw you do it. I think that looks awesome. Yeah, I love it. They say you can keep them. For like two years or something. Did you keep? Dry them. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I did, and they smell amazing. So I'm gonna try that this year. Up. Maybe we could do it together since we oh. won't be podcasting. We should totally oh. do that. Watch Christmas Crafty. movies and make crafting little... Christmas. <laughs> yes. We must make this happen. <laughs> that would be really fun. But yeah, I don't know. I would say that it used to be very Scandinavian. Was my Christmas. And I think mm-hmm. it still probably is a little bit. But I'm trying to throw in some traditional because you know I'm trying to. I'm throwing in plaids this year and getting just, crazy. Yeah. I'm getting crazy. <laughs> plaids and red. Yeah. But it used uh. to be glam. When I was um, a little younger, it was like full out, like glitzy glam. <laughs> I did a lot of red and green glittery stuff when we were first married. It was messy and cringy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we also didn't have a real Christmas tree forever because we just lived in apartments. And for a while, like, we rented a house. And I don't remember why we didn't have a tree there. But from Goodwill, I got two little tiny mini Christmas trees. <laughs> and then Brian got a free Christmas tree from work that they were, like, were literally throwing in the dumpster. That's like a little tabletop size and it's like glued into this basket that was some horrendous color so I painted the basket white and I still have it so I would make this little Christmas tree forest corner with all my little mini trees and then I had little mini ornaments that I put on them and until we finally had more space and then we started doing the real trees which is what I always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So, because growing up, when I was really little, we had a real tree, but then we eventually got a fake one. And it was always my job every year to get out the fake tree and fluff all the branches <laughs> yeah. and, like, assemble the whole thing. And it was fun. I loved doing it. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing like the real yeah. tree scent. And Brian's family always does a real Christmas tree. And I really love that fresh tree scent. Well, and I don't know if you guys go out and cut it, but that was always... We have a so, couple times. Yeah, so my family, we always had a real Christmas tree growing up. As a man in our my parents' church where he has a Christmas tree farm in 
actually in Delphi. It's Holly Tree Farm and they're awesome. Go there if you live here. <laughs> they would donate to my, because my dad's a pastor. So every year oh. they just get a tree from him. And then when Ryan and I got married, we started getting trees from them until I had a really bad, crazy experience that was awful. And there was a spider infestation. <laughs> Still gives me nightmares hearing about yeah, this. I, I think I remember And that. we didn't know it till we got home. And I had, my hand was on the top, oh. Ryan was on the bottom. And all of a sudden I just see spiders crawling all down my arm. And he had them on his hand. It was the most, we were, actually we were inside and putting it up. He was like trying mm-hmm. to get the, the base in. And oh my gosh, I freaked and we chucked that thing outside. We had to spray it with this special stuff overnight for like 48 hours. And then we actually brought it back in. <gasps> but we knew that it was, we sprayed it down. We hosed it off. Like we knew there were no more. I know. lit it on fire. It I think was, this is the first Christmas that I came over to your house. It I was. Think it was that year. So, it was such a beautiful tree though. Like it was the tree. Mm-hmm. But it was so. So after that, we bought a fake tree. Because <laughs> I, I had spider nightmares. I mean, I still have spider nightmares. I've always had spider nightmares. But it's just... It didn't help. It didn't help. <laughs> so since then, we just decided, I think, until Jude realizes it, that we don't have a real tree, we're going to keep doing fake until he's probably like five. <laughs> That's our plan for now. We'll see what happens. <laughs> How early do you guys decorate? Because for me, it's like beginning of November. Usually for me, it's not until after Thanksgiving. So, mm-hmm. But this year was almost the beginning of November. Mm. Yeah, so our tradition always has been COVID changed that. But prior to COVID, we always year. did Black Friday was the day we'd go up and get our tree, cut it down, and bring it in. Saturday, the next day, because it would be like an all-day event, <laughs> and then the next day we would decorate all day as kind of always been our you know tradition but last year with COVID we actually were quarantined because I think Ryan was exposed and so we ended up decorating before Thanksgiving which I actually really liked so this year I'm going to do it again I'm still not decorated yet but I think when this episode comes out I will have been but yeah last year we decorated early too just because we're like why not? <laughs> yeah, you kind of need more need joy, joy yeah. last year. But the problem with real Christmas trees is you can't do it super early. Like, if you have True. a real Christmas tree, you kind of have to wait till after Thanksgiving because the needles are just going to be... Oh, mine was toast. Yeah. <laughs> before we had our family Christmas, like, that night before, we, like, wrapped up all the presents and put them all under the tree, and Brian and I were sitting on the couch watching a Christmas movie or something, and we could just hear constantly yes. this little ting, 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 of all the needles just falling on the paper. It was so bad. Yeah, on our gifts, the wrapped gifts, yep. I don't miss that. I miss the smell, like you said. I miss the experience of cutting it down, although sometimes it'd be miserable because it was so cold. <laughs> but I do not miss yeah. the, all the needles. 
It's been really cute, though, because Evan loves turning on the lights in the garlands that I have all over. So it's like, Mama, can we turn the lights? Mama, can we listen to Christmas music? It's been so so cute. Let's talk about our favorite Christmas traditions. So one of my favorite traditions is doing Advent. Like growing up, my mom always had this big box that had tons of little boxes in, Mm -hmm. you know, 25 little boxes. And she'd always fill it up with M&M's. And I would open it up each day and get my M&M's. So this year I got the Gather Advent Calendar thing. It's like, for those who don't know, Gather is a website that sells all these beautiful leather products. And it's a wall hanging with little pockets. So I'm like super excited to put little things in it for Jude each day of Advent. In years past, before prior to Jude, I would do it for Ryan. (laughs) Because (laughs) it was was fun. And... I made, several years ago, I actually made an Advent devotional Mm -hmm. that I, it was like a hanging thing that you could do in your house, and there was a devotional every day. And so there is a devotional we're going to be doing again. I try to do on my own, like She Reads Truth has one on that app, I don't know. Oh yeah, yep, I've used that one. And then there's also... Jess Connolly. I bought hers. Oh, did you do that? Uh I did that. I really liked that one. That was cool. Yeah, it was really simple because there's just a verse on the back each day. Yeah, but she also, there was a book. A book. Oh, I didn't have a book. Yeah, I got a book from them and that was really cool. So I like doing some sort of thing every day where you're just, you know, you open something and also you're like reading something and we'll probably incorporate it with our family worship. So that's a tradition that I really like. When I was growing up, we had the little ones where you, like, pop out the little cardboard thing and there's a little chocolate inside. Yeah. I know some families, which might be cool. I don't know because now I have this gather calendar, advent calendar. Some people do, like, they wrap a different book every day for their kid to open. We did do a little bit of that this last year. Because I had a lot of books. So we did like the 12 books of Christmas. Mm. So 12 days before Christmas, we open a book I love that. each day. So it's different than Advent. So maybe I can do both. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of people doing where they like, you know, recycle their books or rotate, I guess. Is sure. a better word. So like all their winter Christmas books, they mm-hmm. put away the rest of the year and then they bring them out for winter and Christmas. And this person was going to have them open them up everyday of Advent. And yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. So it's not like they're buying new things. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. actually old things, but they're new to the kids because they kind of forgot about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Christmas morning, especially once we moved into our own house. That was like really exciting <laughs> mm-hmm. for me. So my dad last year got us all matching onesies. <laughs> we all came downstairs and we had our Christmas pile and our stockings laid out and then I made cinnamon rolls the night before and just having like the warm cinnamon roll with the melted frosting yeah. and in our matching PJs opening our stockings is really, really fun. It is so and fun. I think I want to continue doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I love the matching PJs. I do too. It's so fun. So where do you guys get your matching PJs? Amazon. I okay. have gotten them on Amazon before. I bought some on Etsy before. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fancy. I'm pretty sure somebody had a cricket machine or silhouette oh. or something, and so they did, like, Brian's had a bear that said Papa Bear, and okay. said Mama Bear, and we had Brother Bear and Baby yeah. Bear for Bennett. <laughs> That's cute. It was cute. Um, and then this year, I bought them at Target. Okay. I got really lucky, and they yeah. had them in all of our sizes in a pattern that I really yeah. liked, and they even had some for our dog. 
So this year he's going to be in the Christmas pajamas, too, and he's going to hate it. (laughs) Well, guess where I got mine? Target? Target? No, guys. Old Navy! Old Navy! We should have known. Old Navy's insane with their family pajamas. Like, they have every everything covered they've got for the dog they got like it's insane the amount of family pajamas they have. did you use all your rewards to buy them <laughs> no i actually didn't use any rewards because i was like this is for the family not like me. so we can just spend this money on but i got three different kinds because i need to what? What? I need to like try them out and see which one I like best, and then I'll return the other ones. <laughs> I don't know which pattern I want because the pattern I really wanted sold out like yeah. so quickly. That's the thing. With you have to Christmas buy them in like mm-hmm. October. Yes, yes, you do. It's crazy. It's so nice. Yeah. Same with a lot of this good like decorations, mm-hmm. like the garlands and stuff. Oh, that's already sold out. I tried to get yeah. some more garland on Target. Yeah, Gone. sold out. Yep, I got the last one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You mentioned the stockings mm-hmm. and the cinnamon rolls in the morning. Mm-hmm. So the stockings are a thing, a tradition that I got from Brian's family because they always do Christmas stockings same. every morning. Same from my husband's oh, family. Yeah. You, Even his extended too, yeah. family does stockings. So you're saying you didn't, though? Because I thought, no. like, everyone did stockings. No, mm-hmm. growing up, we didn't have any stockings. I didn't have any stockings either growing up. Oh, when you were talking about, you're talking about your family isn't just you, Kurt, and Evan. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were meaning, like, your parents. No. So I always grew up with the stockings. So did Brian. His mom actually made each of the stockings. Oh, my mom did. My aunt knits them, or Kurt's aunt knits them, and everybody has their name at the top. Yeah, these are, like, quilted, I guess I would say, and with, like, an applique of your initial on the toe, and something else on it for decoration and so once you marry into the family then you get a stocking and the extended family does it too so when brian's extended family gets together which is like at his aunt uncle's place with his grandma and like all the aunts and uncles and cousins and second cousins and it's like oh my word a million people everybody has a stocking Wow. That was made for them. That's cool. And gets filled. That's and they really like they cool. have these huge totes full of stockings <laughs> yeah. that they bring out and everybody gets to open oh, their I do stockings. Know. What are some so growing up my mom there were the typical like we'd always get socks in our stockings. We'd I'd always get one of those you remember those orange chocolate oranges that you could throw against the wall and then they would no. break and they would open yeah. up as an orange. Mm-hmm. That was something I got every year when I was little. I'd always get the zebra fruit stripe gum because gum, we'd all we'd all get gum in ours. That was another mm-hmm. thing. And then chapstick yep. was another thing in my stocking. I always get. <laughs> so I'm trying to like I've continued that tradition with Ryan and now Jude. Yeah. <laughs> with those things, but I love the stockings in the morning. Is yeah, really it's awesome. Fun. In the in the matching pajamas. <laughs> yeah, Brian's mom always makes cinnamon rolls for Christmas Eve morning too, which is when his family always mm. does their presents. Whenever we're back home for in Iowa for Christmas, or out here last year, we go over early in the morning and we have the cinnamon rolls and the stockings yeah. and the presents and everything and. Christmas, they go well together. Christmas morning, br- so we do a brunch and it's all mm. breakfast food. Ryan and I and Jude will stay home till probably about like 11 or so. We'll be at our house mm-hmm. and do the stockings. But then we'll go over to my parents and we'll do the brunch. 
And it's like my favorite meal of the whole year because we do the cinnamon roll. We all do potlucks, so we all bring something. And I do this giant hash brown bake thing that mm-hmm. everyone loves. And then my aunt does like a sausage sausage gravy biscuit. Oh, oh, I love biscuits. Just, gravy. And then we do pancakes and waffles and cinnamon rolls. And my mom makes quiche, which is really good. Mm. Like literally so much. <laughs> and fruit and... Uh, it's so that good. sounds amazing. Well, one thing we skipped over was wrapping gifts, and I just love to wrap gifts. Yes, it's like, like it's just to figure out. Like I love coordinating them all, and then with the different types of ribbons and twines and whatever, it's just so fun making them all look beautiful. And I love doing it. Ryan and I do it together, and we sit on the floor and we put on probably Elf or some <laughs> some great The Grinch or something, and we just wrap gifts while we watch late into the night and it's just it's really fun Mm, that does sound fun i always end up doing all the wrapping myself Mm. i'm not very good at it (laughs) at all i waste so much paper (laughs) i'm always like this much too short (laughs) and so yeah i don't love wrapping that much and just like getting it done but i love how presents look when they're wrapped and not just in gift bags Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the gift bags are so easy. Mm. <laughs> I really love doing the craft paper, though. Yeah. I never find that tape sticks to the True. craft paper. It's really hard, yeah. Well, that's why you, you have to, good to tape. do a good tie around everything so that keeps it together. Oh, like a crisscross yeah. tie, and then it will keep it together because tape does not. I Ooh, use packaging work. tape, actually, usually, because that's the only tape I can get. To yeah, stick. the same clear yeah. packaging tape. Mm-hmm. I love the way it looks. Yeah. With, like, a little piece of greenery. Yeah. Like, oh, cedar yeah. with, like, a little berry on it. It's, yeah. It's, like, so pretty with twine. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun. <laughs> maybe yeah. you guys will talk me into, like, actually making the presents look fancy Well, this maybe year. we need to, like, I'll show you how. Because maybe yeah. you just don't know. Like, there is an art to wrapping mm-hmm. gifts. For yeah. sure. And, like, making it so you hide all the seams and, like, there's a way to do it. And oh, really... I don't know how to do this. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you fold it. And then you bring that up. Uh-huh. Like, you should actually fold that again, too. And then... Oh, so, so you tuck don't it have, under. like, a, You a don't point. end up with that yeah. super long pointy thing right. that you have to take Yeah, down. you fold that point in. Mm-hmm. This makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh. So, when we have our Christmas crafty DIY thing, you can give us yeah, a demonstration. Wrapping pointers. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, we should totally do that. <laughs> I have a wacky Christmas tradition. Okay. And this just started a few years ago. My parents give us money for Christmas. This is a new thing we just started a few years ago. So we go out and we buy our own presents. Now that might sound really, really weird to people, but it's really, really fun. Because A, you get exactly what you want Uh and you can splurge on like one thing or you can get a ton of little things. So it's really, really fun. But the twist is that you don't open your present. So I mentioned before how we have our present pile and stuff. We put them in the piles according to people, but we take turns going around the room and we open somebody else's gift. So you're still surprised at opening a present, (laughs) but you're opening to see what you got yourself. (laughs) So like my sister would open my dad's present and dad like, oh, I got my new hammer. And we're like, ha (laughs) woohoo. And that's because when you're just getting money, you don't have a thing to open. 
because it's like you're getting exactly what you want and another way to get exactly what you want is them just give you money. But this way it's like that way you're you still... buy all your presents ahead of time. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yes. We buy all our presents ahead of time. So I already have my money and I've already been shopping and I wrap them and then the rest of the family takes turns opening, opening them. Opening them and to see what you got yourself. Yes. It's pure chaos, and I that is love it. Hilarious! So it is so much fun. That's if you guys so want to like twist up opening your presents, like it's really yeah. Good. Oh, I love that they give you the money in advance, mm-hmm. so then you can do all the shopping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> it's really fun and really wacky, and I love it. It is great for both Ryan's and my family. We do the gift exchange like drawnames.com mm-hmm. can yeah. pick for you. So we just do it that way and we set like a limit and then we all just do it. So Ryan's family we do that. We have a like a pretty a higher limit, not crazy, but it's a little bit higher. For my family, it's just gotten so big that our limit has gone small. Like we only stick to like $30, which is like nothing. But or some part of it has to be homemade. Oh, I like that. Which really has been very cool over the years. Like, my nephew, he actually, he was, like, started woodworking, and he built me a coffee table as, like, his Christmas gift to me, which was really special and cool. He made it out of an old door. It was back when, you know, like, the shabby chic, like, painted it black, and it was really special. But there's some things that... These people, like, these people. (laughs) These people you're related to. (laughs) There are some things that my family members make for each other that are just like, you made that? Like, I've always done, like, I paint something or, you know, do a piece of art or, like, I do doormats or things like that. But there are some other things that are just like, what? Like, Ryan made my mom a little birdhouse one. He, like, built her a birdhouse to put outside. And they're, like, actually good, you know. Yeah. They're not just, like, cheesy and, like, you don't want them. Like, they're really cool gifts. And I just, it's really special and meaningful when Mm -hmm. it's homemade like that. Yeah. My family gift exchanges seem really boring now. (laughs) (laughs) On my side of the family, with extended family, we always do it where everybody opens their presents all at the same time. And then Brian's family is the opposite, where it starts with the youngest person Mm -hmm. and everybody opens one present. Apparently that's really common. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that and my sisters didn't know that until we all got married and, like, everybody else does it that way. (laughs) And we're just like, on your mark, get set, go. And everybody opens their presents at once. (laughs) I don't know. So it's like a crazy, chaotic present opening moment. I think Ryan, my husband Ryan, grew up that way. Where everyone just opened at at the same time. And then they changed it as when I started, like, coming around. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Opening presents is, like, an event because it Mm -hmm. takes so long to do it. But I love it because it makes it last so long. Yeah. Yeah. Like, an hour and a half later, still opening presents. That's what Brian's family always says, too. But then at some point, I'm like... It's been so many hours, and yeah. I just need to go stand up and stretch my legs. <laughs> I get, I guess but. I get both, because with Ryan's family, it takes forever, because we have a higher limit, but with my family, it doesn't take that long, because it's only 30 bucks that we're, it's only like one or two yeah. gifts that you're opening, but then we just play games, which oh, is another yeah, really yeah. fun family tradition. Oh, I do have one really fun tradition with my side of the family. So my younger sister, whose question I answered on the podcast a couple weeks ago, she and I started this tradition a long time ago. 
maybe in middle school, we'd draw names for Christmas because there's a lot of us siblings. But whenever we would draw each other's names, we would do a prank gift. Oh. And I think it started because one year, Evian kept bugging me about what I was getting her for Christmas. And she kept asking and asking and asking. And I kept telling her, I'm getting you a piece of coal, getting you a piece of coal, ha ha ha. Wrapped up a piece of coal in this tiny little jewelry box. And her face, when she actually opened it, was so priceless. (laughs) That's awesome. And then the next year she drew my name. So she had to trick me with something, a prank gift. I think I had asked for a winter hat with ear flaps. Okay. So she made this ridiculous hat out of, it looked like this little Dutch woman hat. It had like these big pointy things coming out of it and it was just crazy. And so then one year I gave her a stick and like we just have gone back and forth whenever we draw each other's names. So that first year you didn't actually ever give her a real gift? No, so I did give her a real gift Okay, do you guys always... Do a joke gift and, and then, then real... the real gift. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> One last Christmas tradition that I really love to do. I did it as a little girl with my dad. Usually my sisters, like, they're a lot older than me, so they'd just be off doing whatever. And then my dad and I, we would go driving around looking at all the Christmas lights outside. And now there's actually, if you live in Oneonta, there's Great Otsego Holiday Light Trail. They have like this map you can follow along and look at everyone's Christmas decor, like Christmas lights. So last year, and maybe the year before, I think it was Christmas night, we drove around looking at all of them. And so we'll probably do that again this year. It's it's really special. It reminds me of my dad and I and... You know, we'd watch a Christmas movie and then go watch, look at all the lights. And so, Mm. another cool little thing. Yeah, that is fun. That was a lot of awesome traditions. And uh, now we will take a break and we'll come back and share all of our wish lists. We are going to talk about our Christmas wish list. For me, I like having a theme for my Christmas wish list. So I like to focus on a room or a space or a topic and then build my Christmas list from there because I buy my own presents. (laughs) (laughs) So this year, my focus is on the living room. And one of my items I'm looking for is, or hoping to get, wink, wink, (laughs) is a floor lamp to replace one of my floor lamps in the living room to add some more light. Which one are you thinking of? I'm just curious. So I found one on Amazon. It was a dupe of a Pottery Barn one. Oh. Looks exactly like it for a fraction of the cost. I also have something for my living room, which is, you guys, we talked about the rug, (laughs) but I still don't know which rug. (laughs) We are in the midst of trying to figure this out. I say we. word, yes. I say we because Brie is also looking for a rug, but... I sold my current rug, well, it's not my rug anymore, to my sister. So now I'm rugless in my living room. Oh and it my looks God. so bare. That would drive me crazy. <laughs> it is driving me crazy, but I'm okay with leaving. Yeah. Crystal and Julia released their collection. Brie and I bought samples because we couldn't decide. How funny was it when I found oh, out? So it was so literally like. It was Sunday morning. I was, was getting Sunday ready morning. for church. I know. It was Sunday morning. I was waking up. I was laying in bed. And I was like huh, I wonder if Loloy released these a day early because they were supposed to come out on Monday. And I see them on, on Loloy and I'm like, <gasps> so then I go 
what if they're actually on Rugs Direct now? So I go to Rugs Direct, and I'm like, oh, they're up! And I freaked out, started making up mock-ups, <laughs> texted you guys, and was like, they're up, you can buy them! Meanwhile, I was going to straighten my hair. I didn't even have time. I was so focused on looking at these rugs and trying to screenshot them and see if they would work. So I'm making, yeah, I'm sitting at the breakfast table, we're eating oatmeal, and I'm just like doing mock-ups like crazy before we had to go to church. It was so funny. But we decided to get samples because mm-hmm. we just couldn't, both of us can't really decide. And You have to pay return shipping too. Yeah. If you don't mm-hmm. like it, that's like money down the drain. Because the Amazon ones are like $200 more. Yeah. So it's just not worth getting the ones that you can return. And so we're waiting for the samples. They were supposed to come in today, but they're coming in tomorrow. And you can return them. And you can return them. And all the influencers started, like, posting all their pictures because they all get the rugs ahead of time. Right. And the colors are vastly different than the stock images. It looks so different in everybody's house. Mm -hmm. Right. So hopefully tomorrow we'll see. But that is the biggest thing. That's going to be, like, my gift from Ryan will be my living room rug. Hopefully I'll get one. I'm still dreaming about that last one, though, but... Do we all buy our own Christmas presents? (laughs) From Ryan, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) He gets me me little things Uh that he may pick on his own, or, like, one year he built me that coffee table um, tray, like, the little tray with the... And I... That was a complete surprise, because I didn't even ask him to do that. Mm. So sometimes he, like, really... Nails it. But, yeah. I mean, every year he nails it because he just gets what I want. Yeah. <laughs> I l- think either last year or two years ago, I asked Brian, like, would you be offended if I just bought my own Christmas presents so I can actually get what I want? Yeah. And he was like, no, that's great. So that's what we've done since then. It works. But if there's anything techie related... I'll hint at it or ask him for it, and then he'll get that for me. But because he loves getting me techie stuff, mm. like this yeah. lap, my laptop. Oh, nice. Or this year, I know already what he's going to get me. Can you tell us? Apple AirPod. Oh, oh AirPods. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I had been hinting at that for a while, and like a couple of weeks ago, I think, I like had hinted that that's what I wanted for Christmas. And then the next evening, he was checking his phone at dinner, and he was like, your Christmas present's supposed to be arriving any minute. And it was the Apple AirPods. <laughs> you saw it? or <laughs> No, he told me Why that it tell was. you? Because I, I don't know. He just did. Surprised you. Yeah. So, like, he ordered it immediately. <laughs> He's so businessy. You'll be sitting in latte yeah, lounge with, with your my little AirPods. AirPods. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. So, anything techie related, I'll let him buy. But anything home related or style or yeah, anything else like that, I'll I'll take care of it. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it works out pretty well. So, what's on your wish list? Okay. So, living room related. Coffee table is number one. Mm-hmm. Still working on the coffee table. You're not getting the concrete one. I decided not to get the concrete one because it is really expensive and I'm just afraid somebody's going to write on it with a marker yeah, or something and it's just not going to come out. Right. So I ordered a coffee table from Target that came and it looked so different from the pictures and it was very reddish brown and so immediately like I didn't even get it all the way out of the box and I was like nope that's not gonna work 
So, still looking for the right coffee table. Mm-hmm. So, that's probably number one on my living room list. And then also, possibly an accent chair for the Ooh, living room. Yeah. Because I, I would kind of like another chair yeah. in there. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking something... Maybe something leather. Brown leather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cognac. Yes. Yes. Love that. And I think the leather will contrast well with the velvet yeah. sofa. But and still in keeping with the mid-century. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And something like small and sleek that isn't going to take like up too much space. Maybe similar to mine upstairs. Like one of those. Something like that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Those are from all modern, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, along the lines of coffee tables, I'm looking for an end table for my living room. Mm. But it's, I want it black, and I ideally want an hourglass, I don't know, mm. or a drum. Mm-hmm. I just want something a little bit more modern, because yeah. now that I got the new wood cabinet, I got a lot of wood. I found have wood one. Chin. You found one for me? I found it. No, <gasps> don't get too leak. excited. Oh, no. Because it's like $400. Oh, no. <laughs> but, oh my gosh, it would be perfect. It's Leanne <laughs> Ford with Crate and Barrel, and it's... It's like a really sleek drum. I've seen that one. Uh-huh. It's mm-hmm. it would be so perfect for our living room. Yeah, that's. So I say our because I, I want one too. <laughs> still haven't found it yet, but still. Yeah. Looking. Well, and also along the lines of living room, I have like tons of coffee table books that I always have on my list. Like they're just, I have a long list of coffee table books and. The one at the top. Well, I still don't have Kinfolk Home. Like, I would love that one. Do you it's have any? It's a big book. Yeah. I love I've those, I've only though. ever looked at it at bookstores. Okay. Because they have the Kinfolk Home, and then they have the Kinfolk... What's the, the foodie one? What is that called? I want both of them. But those have been on my list forever. And also Down to Earth. Have you heard of that? Uh-huh. That one is so... Because no. it's Scandinavian rustic. Mm-hmm. It's more rustic. The cover card. is beautiful. But I love that one. I hope I get that one this year. We'll see. (laughs) Ryan's family always laughs at me because I always have books that are just like home decor books on my list. (laughs) Do you actually read them or do you decorate with them? Because I do both. So Some are good for like inspiration to like yeah. look through the picture ones i do yeah. i still have not read the studio mcgee or shay mcgee book i haven't either i, I tried and i couldn't finish it i still on my shelf i didn't even try <laughs> i didn't read the work in progress leanne ford one either yeah <gasps> and i also didn't read magnolia the one... i did read that one that i didn't good. i did read the magnolia home I just need to get them on Audible and just, I have them for looks, but then I get them yeah. on Audible to actually listen. I wish they just sold covers of books. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, just sell me the dust jacket. There you go. Yeah, like fake books. Yeah. But a, real That's books. what you're styling with them anyway. Right, yeah. Because right. you want people to see the titles. You don't care about the just content. Just open them mm-hmm. up. <laughs> I have a lot of books I've really never funny. looked at. We should do a book swap. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was thinking, too. If we get, like, if I get the crosshatch uh, rug and you get the plaid rug, mm-hmm. if we get them both in the same size, we could swap. Yeah, we could. <laughs> just, like, if we both want to change. Like, hey, let's yeah, swap. if you're getting bored of your rugs, <laughs> just switch. <laughs> so we'll swap coffee table books, yeah. too. <laughs> I have two books on my list this year. I have Minimalista. Minimalista okay, book yeah. by Shira Gill. She just has the most gorgeous style. Like, she's the Mm -hmm. high-end professional organizer. I want to say she organized for, like, Gwyneth Paltrow's house or something like that. Is that a big book? 
Or a smaller I, one. It I think looks it's a big one. It looks bigger. I think I have it on my list too because it's a coffee yeah. table book. Yeah, it looks really pretty. <laughs> and I've been following her on Instagram for a long time, and so I'm really excited to get that book and That's read cool. it. Yeah. Um, and read it. See. Yeah, I will she's actually read, read it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one that I'm excited to read is "Declutter Like a Mother." From Ali Kazaza, I want to okay. say. I hope I said her last name right. But she's also an organizer, but she has transitioned more. She doesn't really go into people's houses and organize anymore. She does online courses and programs, like coaching and that kind of a thing for decluttering. And pretty much all of the other people in my minimalist Instagram group have already gotten this book and read it, and they all love it. Okay. So. I'm really excited. A few more things on my list I'm looking for are like throw blankets and some new pillow covers. Mm -hmm. I have all the inserts, so I just really need the pillow covers because some of them are cream and just are um, less cream. (laughs) (laughs) Just from, you know, five, six years of wear. They just, I need an updated textural pillow and some plant pots because I have a ton of plants thanks to all my happy happy house plant plant food. Yay. So I've got all these babies and then the other day I was like I have nothing to put these in. Wow, yeah. <laughs> so I need to get some plant pots with drainage. That's the key thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when you were mentioning that you like to pick like a a, a room or mm-hmm. a theme I remember you did that last year, and I was like, I love that idea. So when I was coming up with my wish list this year, I tried to pick a theme. And initially, I was going to go the living room route like you, because I'm getting my rug and my new furniture. But I ended up wanting to go the more kitchen route with specifically with entertaining, because I'm trying to do the Sabbath dinners I talked about, which I still have not started because of surgery woes. But... (laughs) I really want to start having people over more. So I want to get new dinnerware and new serverware and like a pitcher, like a new pitcher and some other like actual kitchen things like a Dutch oven, which I know. that's on my list. It was funny because we were sharing our list and I was saying, oh, I'm going to get this. And you're like, oh, I have the same one on my list. (laughs) It's like that cream. It's Mm -hmm. a dupe of the Le Creuset. Le Creuset. Yeah. (laughs) So it's the dupe, the Amazon Basics one. Yep. <laughs> and it's like this creamy color. Okay. I love it. I have a trick for that one. Okay. Which I think I might do because I think that is the one I am going to get. Okay. So you can buy the Le Creuset handle because this Dutch oven, the handle is only oven safe up to like 400 degrees and a okay. lot of the breads that I want to make in it are 450. So you can buy the Le Creuset handle and put it on the Amazon Basics one and then it's oven safe up so, to 450 degrees really so wait who did you read this somewhere or did you mm-hmm. just come up with it oh no. wow you can so buy the handle separate can so you I'm... send me the link to that yes i will okay <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool so yeah i've just got a lot of kitcheny stuff yeah and i'm speaking of books i'm hoping to get the batch cookbook well i might talk right into i think he bought it for me but i think i might ask him to open it now <laughs> But it's um, the pro-metabolic stuff I've mentioned. She, Fallon, is just incredible. And she just came out with this huge cookbook with all, like, batch prep work and, like, making, like, pro-metabolic meals for your family. And I'm just, like, so excited about it. So that's also on the list, but I might talk right into just letting me open that early, too. (laughs) What kind of dishes and serverware are you looking at? So for serverware, I want a lot like more platters because I got platters like white platters 
for um, my wedding, mm-hmm. but that was 10 years ago, mm-hmm. and now they're all getting chips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just want some more updated white platters and then some big serving bowls, mm-hmm. the pitcher for water, a carafe, and, you know, just some things that are, because a lot of my stuff is just chipped. It's, yeah. like, not great. It's been used. It's been used, and, yeah. So the dinnerware I'm getting, I really want to get more of a linen-y, like, natural colored dinnerware, because I've always had the everyday, what do they call it? It's This was also a wedding gift, Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> which was the place that everyone got wedding stuff from. I got the kitchen, no, what is it called? Everyday Life White or something. Or Everyday White, I think is what it's called. So I have the Everyday White, all like the salad plates, the dinner plates, the the little bowls, the big, the cereal bowls, soup bowls. I don't know what they are. And they're all like chipping because it's 10 years old. Mm -hmm. So I want to get the Crate and Barrel has a, coop i think yeah and i so i want to get those because they're like the cheapest of the crate and barrel but they still look really good and they're like that linen natural color Mm. and i just love that creamy warmness instead of just the stark cool white and i think that will look really good so i have open shelving in my kitchen so i have to think about that Mm -hmm. and that's i think those i'm trying to i want to mix all the i love the tone on tone so this is literally what I'm thinking of is I'm going to have some white still because all my salad plates are still good. So I'll keep those white. I'll have the taupe, well, linen colored dinner plates. And then on the opposite shelf, I'll have, I want to get these Magnolia has at uh, Target, Hearth and Hand, has some really cute little dessert bowls that are mm-hmm. like pottery, what oh, are they yeah. called, like stoneware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're also that like linen color. And then I'll get the other bowls as <laughs> I have this all in my head, but it's all going to look very tone on tone. Yeah. Like whites, creams, beiges. That's my plan. That would be really pretty. I'm looking for a cake plate with a cloche. Mm. Because I have a cake plate and it's like scalloped on the edge, which is fine. I just want something a little bit more simple and modern. And I want a cloche because whenever I you know, bake cookies or have cinnamon yeah. rolls, I have to keep them in a Ziploc bag. And that's just not pretty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've actually thought about this in detail before. <laughs> and I've wanted to ask you girls, when you have baked goods, where do you keep them? Because I've tried to, because th- I've kept them in... A Ziploc bag. Yeah. Yes. I know they make cookie jars. That's like a thing. That people it's put true. cookies in a cookie jar. But like if you have like a banana bread loaf, where do you keep it? Yeah, yeah. I usually have it in a bag on top of the refrigerator something i've thought about is getting one of those antique or like i saw one on facebook marketplace and i'm kind of hitting myself for not getting it but i don't have room for it but like a bread box oh yeah Mm -hmm. because that would be another place but i like the idea of a nice you know cake dessert stand yeah i have a wooden one but it doesn't have a cloche Mm mm-hmm I want the cloche because sometimes I want to, like, display the pretty cookies. Yeah. Yeah. Last thing that I'm, well, I have a lot more things, but I'll save everyone from my long wish list, is I put on the amber glass hand soap dispenser as well as I found a dish soap one. I'm going to do a dish soap and hand soap for the kitchen and then a hand soap for the bathroom. Oh. Why didn't I ever think about getting a big one for dish soap? I don't know how big it looks. It it is a bigger one with a Mm -hmm. smaller one. 
But I think the smaller one said it's eight ounces. And that seems really small to me. Mm. I did order eight ounce ones at one point and I returned them because they, they were, were too so small? small. Okay. Maybe for, I, need to I was going to use mine for uh, shampoo and body wash and all that kind of stuff in the bathroom. And it was way too small. So I ordered big ones. What's the size of like the Mrs. Meyers hand soaps? I think it's 12 ounces. Yeah. Mm. I think I need to refine something else. Because I want it to look like it's a bigger dish soap with a smaller hand soap. Yeah. But I guess I could just have two of the same, and I just know that the one farther away is the dish soap. But yeah. then guests don't label. know. They come with labels. Oh, yeah, but they're, like, cheesy. No, these are actually kind of cute apothecary-looking labels. Oh. Yeah. In that case. I probably wouldn't use them, though. I didn't want a label. I know. I'm the same way. I don't <laughs> want a label. But people won't know yeah. what the thing is. I know. That's why I want it to look different. I need to keep looking. But that's okay. that's on my list. We have a lot of good stuff on our list, girls. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited to find out what we actually get. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to answer some listener questions, the last ones of the season. And if you guys want to get your questions in here for next season, send them to our email. We'll be right back. We have a listener question from Instagram, and I'm going to read it to you guys. Hey, Kimmy and friends, I have an issue that I'm hoping you guys can help me with. Our new house has dreaded baseboard hot water heating, which I hate from a design perspective, but I get that it is efficient, but I feel like it gets in the way of curtains hanging to the floor. So my question is, do you guys know if it's a hazard to have the curtains come down over the baseboard, or do I have to have the curtain sit above it? Thanks. And this is from a lady named Becca. Yeah, she and I went to camp together. She's really sweet, and she has some really good taste. So I had electric baseboard heating in my whole house, and slowly we've been removing an electric baseboard from every single room, <laughs> but you can have curtains over it. Like in Jude's room, I still have one, and he's got curtains over him. And in my living room, I used to have curtains over it, and in my bedroom until I removed them. So do you also have to be careful about putting furniture up against it? I do have to say that my curtains did. I noticed like my white Ikea curtains, there were some like yellowing Hmm. on the bottom. So you do have to pay attention to that. With furniture, I probably wouldn't because that it will get too hot and start like whatever type of material it is, it can melt it. Or I don't know if it would cause a, it would, it would damage it. I don't think it would cause a fire, but I just wouldn't do that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just because you have so much heat mm-hmm. coming out right there. That makes sense. Yeah. I guess Google says don't do it, but Kimmy says do it. <laughs> <laughs> what if you have a curtain rod that comes out from the wall a little bit farther? That is a solution. Yeah. That's a really like, good idea. Like get a curtain rod that sticks out from the wall. So Ikea bigger makes... brackets. Ikea makes extended brackets that come yeah. out higher. Yeah. Or farther, I mean. Yeah. That's a good idea. And then it's Try not, that. It and might it touch will... a tiny bit, but it won't be touching that much. Right. So that's a good solution. I feel like the air would flow around it then. Mm-hmm. So it would solve that problem. Yeah. There you go. Thanks for writing in, Becca. Several episodes ago, I helped a friend of mine when we were in Arizona with doing some redecorating of her living room. Mm-hmm. And she sent me a message... And her question was, what do you do when someone gifts you furniture that's very nice, 
and it's not your style at all but like you could use it and it's not in your budget necessarily to go out and buy a whole new piece but it's just really not your style what are some ways you can make it more your style or what can you do with it her in-laws gave her this very nice hutch it has like an upper section and a lower section that has drawers. It's a big piece of furniture, solid wood, but it's very Southwestern looking, mm -hmm. which she does not like. The added complication is that her in-laws live next door. Oh. oh. So it's not like she can just get rid of it. What's her style? What does she like? Farmhouse. Could she paint it maybe or black and make it a statement piece instead of oh, it being maybe. wood? To modernize it, maybe get some new handles and new hardware. Oh, hardware would be a great mm -hmm. thing, I feel like. That's really where the Southwestern details really mm -hmm. show through. Right. So some new handles, mm -hmm. it's not a big change, but, I mean, it's not a big change. Like, you're not compromising, you know, the value of the piece or whatever by painting it. Yeah. Just switching out the handles. And you could keep the old ones. So if you ever do sell it or your in-laws want it back or something, you could put them back on. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good solution. In a more general way, that's a really tricky thing. I think it's like you would have to do case-to-case -case basis mm -hmm. because if your in-laws never come over and you really don't like it, you could sell it. I mean, another option is you could tuck it away and then when they come over, you bring it out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in this case, like it's great if you can, whatever it is, if you can try to make it fit your style, paint it, put on new hardware. But if it's like something that you literally can't even change and you really don't like it. I say get rid of it, especially if you've had it for a while. Just be like, it's not my style anymore, or maybe you can find another family member that would want to take it. Mm -hmm. That's a good idea. That's actually something you could say, too, is like, oh, you know, so-and-so, you know, sister came over and saw this and really loved it, and so she asked and begged if she could have it, so I just, you know, I gave it to her to... <laughs> You know, yeah. play it up and just be like, you know, I didn't want to part with it, but. <laughs> or another option is just saying to your in-laws, not my style anymore. I want to get rid of this. Do you want it back or oh, yeah. want to sell That's it? bold though. That's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> that would probably be my first mm -hmm. choice is just to say thanks, but. I'm ready to move on. Um, yeah, I want to move on to a different mm -hmm. piece of furniture. Do you want this back? Do you want me to give it to somebody else in the family? Mm. Or do you care if I sell it? I do feel like if somebody gives you something, it should be yours to do whatever you want. Agreed. I Yes. If there's mm -hmm. strings attached, like you have to display this thing or you can't alter it in any way, it's not a real gift. Yeah. So my other suggestion would be, to incorporate some notes of Southwestern in your decor style. Even if you don't love Southwestern style as a whole, maybe there's some elements of it that could go more farmhouse and that you could incorporate. Or if you want to blend it with a totally different style, like industrial or something more simplistic and modern looking, I think that could work. But I feel like, especially with this particular wooden cabinet, it almost goes more rustic than Southwestern. So you're saying like, if you're gifted something that you have to have, you have to keep maybe leaning into it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Kind of embracing it and yeah. making it look intentional. Right. Make it look intentional. Find something about that style that you do like 
and then use it purposefully through the rest of the room. Mm -hmm. So then it's not just one big Southwestern piece. Finding a way to make it fit your style more and incorporating maybe little touches of Southwestern elsewhere, but blend it with the stuff that you really do like. Yeah. And I think we have one more question from another listener, which is also Emily's sister. And she sent in a picture asking about a bedspread. So her question is, what do you do with a bedspread? And in her room, the picture is, she has a lot of purple in her room. So she has like a purple quilt with different colors in it and she has purple curtains and she also has purple walls. So she was asking what to do with a bedspread. Specifically, what color should you do for a throw blanket layered on top of the bedspread? My initial reaction would be don't do a solid color throw blanket on the bedspread. Mm -hmm. Make the bedspread the throw blanket and get something neutral for the bedspread instead. So instead of getting a new throw blanket, get a new bedspread. Do you mean make the bedspread the duvet? Yes. Not the throw blanket. Right. right? So like the quilt that she has on the bed right now, I would fold it up and put it on the end of the bed. Yeah. Get something more neutral as your main piece. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that idea. Something that will just really calm it down and simplify it because... Yeah. The first color that comes to my mind is... (laughs) Not that I always go to this, but like a, a natural linen beigey oatmeal oatmeal mm-hmm. flax that's what i was <laughs> like, thinking too yeah maybe even didn't you just get a waffle <gasps> yes like, i like did something like that yeah i think technically the color i got is called taupe yeah i think that color would be really good because it has bluish undertones and i think it could work with some of the purples that she's mm-hmm. got going on in there i mean you have to decide what kind of feeling you want in your bedroom But I think most people want it to be really calm and serene and peaceful. Mm -hmm. And if you have a bedspread with a lot of pattern and things going on, it doesn't go with that kind of a feeling. It doesn't allow your eye to rest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I like the idea of doing a solid bedding on the bed and then using this quilt as more of an accent Mm -hmm. piece. Yeah. And my suggestion would be, too, to get some more simple curtains. Right now she has these shears. And getting something, hanging your curtains high and wide, that's a little bit more opaque and um, simple and more plain in coloring, I think would add a lot of softness could, to the room. She could get those sour cream Aruba blackout curtains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And Best so that's curtains work in every room. <laughs> yeah. So they're like a natural or a linen kind of color. Mm-hmm. Uh, those would work great. If she did, like, let's say your waffle knit bedspread. So let's say she did that. Then she folded up her quilt as the duvet and then put a throw blanket. She could do a throw blanket still and it could be a creamy color. You know, something, right. another solid, another but have shade texture. of cream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. Yeah. I love the idea of the texture of the waffle weave. I think mm-hmm. that would add a lot. Yeah. And then with pillows, I probably, personally, I would probably get rid of the pillows that she has right now because it's just a lot of... It's a lot of floral. Purple, a lot of floral, different kinds of floral. And maybe pull in like a color from the quilt, mm-hmm. a different color, mm-hmm. like a pop. Yeah. I just think there's like a light green. If it's more sagey green, that could be pretty. Mm-hmm. To and do get pillows. bigger, more substantial decorative pillows too. Mm-hmm. Euro pillow size mm-hmm. makes all the difference. I'd probably do the Euros as a more neutral, neutral. color. Okay. 
And then do like my ivory euros from Target are really nice. And then do the lumbar as a color oh, that maybe yeah. is an yeah. accent, like complements the quilt. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. I hope you listeners enjoyed our answers. And if you guys do some of these suggestions, please send in pictures. We would love to see the updates. And when we come back, we're going to do our very last pillow talk of the season. So we're back and we're sharing our very last pillow talk. So for mine, I am sharing about my favorite calendar of all, which I had all last year and I'm getting it again this year. And I wanted to tell everyone about it before it sells out because it does sell out. I don't know if you girls love having a calendar in your kitchen because that's where I keep mine, but I love looking at it every day. It's just nice to have every year. Anyways, the reason I love it, it's by Carly Corey. She's on Instagram as, I believe it's Carly Corey Design, and she's a painter, an oil painter, and she does a lot of florals, but it's all that, like, really old vintage look, and it's so pretty, and the way she does her calendar is it's actually 8 by 10 prints that are in a calendar, so you can, like, cut it off, cut the (gasps) calendar off, and then you have a print. So you're literally getting 12 prints prints. and it's just like, they're so pretty. So now I have these eight by tens all throughout my house from all the previous months. She just does such a phenomenal job. So I'm like really excited because I have it now, you know, so I can say that I'm loving it right now, (laughs) but I'm going to be getting it right when the new year starts too. So Cool. Yeah. I'm going to have to add that to my Christmas list. Yeah, well, but it might sell out. So yeah. Her first batch of them, she does usually like two because they usually sell it really quick and then she does it again. So you might be able to get in the second batch, but that's like when the New Year's already started, I think, is her mm-hmm. second time. But yeah, I think it's Monday, which is going to, this oh. episode's going to come out a couple days after. <laughs> Maybe they'll be there, though, when people <laughs> listeners. You should check. Okay, I mentioned at the beginning of this episode that one of my highs was buying some new Christmas decor. So mainly what I have been buying after getting rid of all the stuff I didn't like has been nice garlands. The two garlands I had were kind of your typical pine mm-hmm. type faux garland it wasn't terrible it had like little sprigs wired in that had fake eucalyptus leaves they were supposed to be red berries and pine cones so i pulled out all the red berries (laughs) this year and i'm keeping in the pine cones and the other greenery that's wired in but i'm layering my garlands with like a faux cedar and it looks really good so i got this idea from pinterest i found a mantle that kind of looked like mine and i just loved how they had the asymmetrical garland thing is really having a moment Mm -hmm. everybody's doing Mm -hmm. the asymmetrical garland but i loved how they did it and i couldn't believe when i first saw it on pinterest that it said it was a diy faux garland so i went and read the blog post which i'll link to But her faux garlands that she layered together to create this really natural look, it came from Terrain, which is Mm -hmm. like the anthropology store, and it Mm -hmm. cost $98. And I'm like, there is no way I'm going to buy a $98 six-foot garland. (laughs) So I found one on Amazon, though, and it looks amazing. Yeah, so it's not wired, but it was only $25. 
has like different colors of greenery in it. It's got the nice gracefully dripping fronds, you know, so that you want. So you didn't get the Studio McGee one? I did get that one too. Oh, okay. Because you're going to layer those two. Right before it sold out, I got that one too. Well, I got it too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, I haven't <laughs> opened it yet. That one is for sure my favorite of the two it's not the one of garlands it's the one that's just cedar mm-hmm. okay i not, got a plain cedar one because studio mcgee had another one that had some it was like mixed greens and that one sold out real quick the one that i got from studio mcgee which i can also put a link to because maybe it will come back in stock someday it's a lot nicer than the amazon one but the amazon one was cheaper and it arrived so fast yeah the Studio McGee one is wired, so all the little fronds you can move That's around what I a love. lot more. Yeah, yeah, wired ones. The stem is all wrapped too with green, dark green thread, so you don't see like any weird wiry thread or mm-hmm. you know the base of the branch. It just looks really nice, and it has little loops on each end, which is handy, and those are wired too and the fronds are a lot longer it's a really nice one but since it is sold out if you need a cheaper one so the one that you bought is spruce the studio uh, one is spruce that makes sense yeah but the the, one i got on amazon is cedar is cedar they look the same yeah it's weird so that's my pillow talk the faux garlands if you can't get the studio mcgee one you can settle for this amazon one (laughs) it's not too bad yeah my pillow talk is the OXO. Do you guys say OXO? How do you pronounce it? Is it OXO? Storage containers. You guys, these are the ones with the push top mm-hmm. that turns into the handle to pull them out. I have always wanted these for a very long time, but I could not pull myself to buy them. Yeah. Because they, they are an investment. But you guys, I love them so much. I got the bigger container for like flour and sugar and rice. Oh. And... I'll, a little hack is to go to TJ Maxx because they are cheaper there. So I'll, I put a Even link. Even cheaper than Amazon? Cheaper than Amazon. So oh. I have a link to the, like a multi-pack on Amazon, but check your local TJ Maxx or Marshalls or Home Goods because sometimes you can find them there. But I am just so happy with these containers. And even my husband said, man, I really like these <laughs> containers because cool. I have my cereal in one and my chocolate chips in another. They are just phenomenal. So if you guys have been wanting to upgrade your storage containers for your cabinetry, like, wow, game changer. Because I can actually put my cup measurement in the flour for scooping it out instead of, like, you know, shaking the bag and flour gets everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's the little things that make my day. Yeah. This has made my yeah. day. I mean, and they can stack. Mm-hmm. That's, That's really, cool. yeah. And when I really open my cool. cupboards, I'm like, oh, yeah. so pretty. They're squarish too, right? Yes. Yeah, and I feel like that's just such a good use of space, mm-hmm. more so than round mm-hmm. containers. So that's our last pillow talk and our last ah. episode of season one of the Dwelling Place podcast. It's kind of sad. Yeah. But we'll be back. We'll be back <laughs> sometime. <laughs> yeah. We hope you all have a really wonderful Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and beautiful Christmas. Any other happy holidays. New Year. Yeah. yeah. Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening and just all your support and all your messages. They do not go unnoticed. Like, you guys are a phenomenal group of people. We love you guys. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today. We want to know what you thought of this episode and what you want us to talk about next season find us on instagram at the dwelling place pod 
And please leave us a rating and review and share your thoughts. Visit the show notes for all the pictures and links we talked about today. We will see you next season right here at The Dwelling Place.